When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're ready. You want to roll the music? Welcome to the Hollywood Pipeline Podcast. I am Dax Holt. And I'm Adam Glenn. Welcome to the podcast, guys. How you guys? How you doing, Dax? I'm doing so good, dude. I just I want to remind everyone, if you, uh, you, know, you want to check out Hollywood Pipeline during the week, make sure you log on to HollywoodPipeline.com. We got all of our social media up and working. We got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. So we're trying to keep you up to date on all the latest goodness that is going around through Hollywood, and I guess some of the badness, but mostly goodness. Uh, no, dude, I, I'm doing good. I uh, this week was, you know, it was very rainy here in California. Yeah, what's the vibe like in California when it rains? Is everyone panic? Is it just terrible drivers? What's the vibe like when it rains in it California? It is a fucking shit show out here, dude. That's what it is. It's like no one knows how to drive. Has it is it like one of those things where everyone's like, oh my god, rain! Thank you so much. Are they happy, or do you look forward to the rain? No, no, no. I l- listen. I look forward to the rain, but I don't look forward to having to drive in the rain because it's like you would think that no one knows how to drive. Like they just go out there and just start bashing into walls, bashing into each other. So to go thirty miles, like to to drive here, I'm going past like fifteen accidents. The freeway takes forever because it's just like everyone forgets what it's like to be behind the wheel of a car. Ugh, the worst, the worst. And how do the paparazzis do it in L.A.? Like, do those, do, what do they do with their shots? Do those shots do well in the rain? No, do they I, want the umbrella shots? No, I like, I, I do like the umbrella shots. I got a, quite a few people. I got, uh, who did I put on the website this week? Uh, Rachel Bilson kind of like wandering through the rain. I know I got Chris Pratt and Catherine Schwarzenegger out, and they were in the rain wandering through with, uh, with, you know, his son Jack. And it was actually a really cute shot. They were walking down the street. There was like a, a little river of water and they brought out an aluminum boat. Like they made out of tinfoil and they like let it go down. It was a really cute photo. So yes, you do get cute rain photos out here, but you know, I, I, I got to imagine that it's way less celebs coming out than like in New York. Cause you guys are used to weather. We're used to the rain. We're used to the snow. I mean, I think people want to see a photo of like Sarah Jessica Parker. Maybe I don't think she's shoveling snow, but how she's dealing with the snow. <laughs> no, can you um, imagine that? Can you imagine Sarah Jessica Parker out shoveling snow? That would be the greatest set of the entire week. She lives in the she lives in a brownstone in the West Village. Actually, it's funny, Dax. Have you ever seen the original Sex and the City house? Have you ever been to New York and seen the original Sex and the City house? Mm, I I wouldn't even be able to point it out. I I maybe saw the show once. Really? So it's actually pretty interesting it's like they have a gate across the house the townhouse the brownstone um and tourists go up and everyone takes the photo down the streets magnolia bakery literally right behind the house where carrie bradshaw lived sarah jessica parker lives that's awesome she lives right behind the original house so, so people can just cool. need to go around to actually get the star of the show yeah, it's like, hey, let's take a photo in front of Carrie Bradshaw's house. Hey, now let's go take a photo of Carrie Bradshaw if they really wanted to. But I don't think anybody – I wouldn't suggest wait outside Sarah Jessica Parker's house because I but think Matthew Broderick would come but by But don't they, like, have ass. to go out their front door? Like, they don't have a garage, right? Like, you can't – No, they don't have a garage. They have to go out their front door. There's no – because of brownstones. Yeah, every time I see photos of her, like, going to a big event, she has to, like, walk down her front steps and, like, out to the car that's waiting for her. 
She had, I think it was a few years ago, she had a big Obama event at her house, at her apartment in New York City, and Aretha Franklin was there, and it was like this whole big event. Obama might have showed up, if I remember, I could be wrong on that, don't quote me on that, but it was a big, I mean, it's a beautiful brownstone. I think she's been trying to sell it, but it's pretty cool. But let me ask you this, the photos of Katherine Schwarzenegger and, uh, uh, what's his name? Chris uh, Chris. Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger, were they shown off the ring in that photo? So they they showed off the ring on the Instagram post, like the one where they announced that they were engaged. By the way, Anna Ferris congratulating them, which I thought was a super classy move on her part because she didn't have to say anything. She could have just, you know, saw the photo and let it go, but she liked it. And she congratulated them. I thought that was really cool. You don't see that a lot in Hollywood, like the super peaceful X move, you know? Um, No, so they show off the ring on the Instagram post, but then I get her out the next day in the rain, and you see the rock because it's hard to miss it because it's like the size of my fist, and she goes to like grab the handle of the door, and you just see this big sparkly diamond ring. I mean, he definitely did a good job grabbing that thing. Well, let me ask you this. What does she do? Like, why Why is Catherine famous? What What has she done? Is she an actress? What do you mean, why what is she, she famous? Do? For her last name. I mean, That's she, why she she's last famous. Name Schwarzenegger, but, like, how is she in the industry? Like, no, how does someone, dude. like... I, I think that he just happened to meet her because, really, we never talked about Catherine Schwarzenegger before those two got together. Like, it was, it was literally, like, we talked about Patrick Schwarzenegger... And we talked about Maria and Arnold, but that was kind of it. And, you know, then they have their other son. I think his name's Chris or something. Uh, but we did, we never really talked about him. And now that Chris got involved, now all of a sudden it's like we're talking about her. She becomes like this, I don't want to say household name, but she becomes very familiar to a lot of people. Yeah, I didn't know who she was. And it's just kind of interesting that she just came out of nowhere, in my opinion. And you're like, wow, this girl is dating. She's well, she was dating Chris Pratt. Now she's engaged to him, who's one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. The question is, yes, her father is Arnold Schwarzenegger. But who is she? What does she do? How do people like them meet? It's just it just came out of nowhere because it was a quick engagement. They weren't together for was it maybe 10 months or so? I I mean, I don't even think it was 10 months. I think it was seven. But you know what she does? She does Chris Pratt. That's that's why we know her name. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> that's an interesting move. You know what's funny? When you go to clubs in L.A., like people think you're going to see a bunch of celebrities, and you do and you don't. Like I remember when I was out in L.A., I went to One Oak, which is like the hottest club in L.A. I go to L.A., and everyone, there's Magic Johnson's son. There's Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. There's Rod Stewart's son. There, you know, and all it is is just celebrities' kids, not really celebrities. Yeah, well, do you really want to be way. like – in the club with Arnold? Like, what are you going to do with Arnold in the club? He's just going to be over in the corner. True. Like, at least with but, Rod Stewart, you'd be like, you could see him, like, on the table dancing. But you're probably going to have more fun with their kids anyway. So, Chris, yeah, true. So, Chris Pratt and his ex-wife, Anna Farris, they're, they're obviously, you know, you saw them on Halloween. They're, they're trick-or-treating together with Catherine and Anna's new uh, uh, Anna Faris's new boyfriend. Um, do you think it's PR or do you think it's just it's an amicable breakup? I mean, I I hope that it's real. I hope that it's it's not just like that they're doing this just for cameras or whatever. You know, I I think that they did split peacefully. I feel that we do see them hanging out. I feel that this is all for Jack. But like I've seen Catherine take jack out shopping by themselves so i gotta think that anna's cool with it right because yeah if the new the new chick involved is just hanging out with your son by herself 
Anna's got to approve of that, right? Yeah, that's why I find this so interesting with you, Dex, because you, I mean, since you run, you know, you're the man behind the Hollywood pipeline, you see all the photos from all the paparazzis. And not all those, just because a paparazzi takes a photo doesn't mean the public is really going to see it because those photos need to be sold. So you see those photos before the public does. So, like, you must see so many photos that never make it to the magazines, to the blogs, to the media outlets. Is that right? Well, yeah, but I, 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 I would say that I try to put out as much as I can. I don't want to just put out a boring set of photos of, you know, True. someone just walking down the street, unless it's a huge star walking down the street. Like, every time Angelina Jolie goes out, I will generally post it, even if it's just her strolling out of a Starbucks. But yeah. I would say, for the most part, I try to get out way more than any other website. Just because well, I can, I pump it out, pump it out, going, you know, there's someone that's going to like this set of Dove Cameron out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe a TMZ or an Us Weekly may not post Dove Cameron walking down the street, but I go, she's got a lot of fans. She's got people interested in her. Let me post about her and and let her fans have that. And I've noticed it a lot with some of these, these stars like Iskra Lawrence. She is a plus-size model. Oh, she probably doesn't like plus-size. Sorry. She is a body-positive model. Is that what they call it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Body, she, body, she, oh, she's body-positive. Oh, <laughs> I can't even say it. Body-positive model. Her fan base is enormous. Like, Really? I put up a photo of her, and the fans go insane when I know for a fact there's other outlets out there that wouldn't even know who she is crazy i to be honest with you i don't know who she is but i find that i find this so fascinating to find out like someone like that who under the radar people they go crazy on social media and on the internet you know but you know what it's, it is i think because their fan base is craving information about them but the mainstream websites aren't covering them so they're they're undercovered and people want more stuff so once you give them what they want they go nuts about it Really? So would you say someone like that does better for you than an Angelina Jolie who's yeah, absolutely. so over... Absolutely. Really? Yep. That's crazy. Especially like on Instagram. So like I'll put up a photo of Iskra on the Instagram page and I'll get a... I mean it's not a ton, but you know, a couple thousand likes. I put up Angelina walking down the street, I get a couple hundred likes. Wow, that's so crazy. So who are some of the hottest stars, would you say, like her, that you have on Hollywood Pipeline recently who does very well for you guys? Nice. Ooh, um, who else does really well? Let me let me actually open up my Instagram app and a little refresh my memory here because I feel like I'll get off here and be like, oh damn, I didn't think of that person. Hold on, that's so funny. Hold it up. By the way, dude, while you're doing that, I I want to get back to this. I want to tell you, I had the craziest thing happen to me yesterday. I was with I was with Soldier Boy. Oh, you you guys seem like friends. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I look like I'll be friends with Soldier Boy. You so, look more like you'd just be his weed dealer or something. Exactly. No, I don't even look like it's weed, dude. I look like I sell him Percocets. Are you kidding me? Look at me. I'm like oh, the whitest kid ever. I look like I give him like those college drugs, you know? So Soldier Boy is so funny. He's great. I'm telling you, like he's the man this week. Everyone's talking about him. Dude, the hip-hop everywhere. is everywhere. Everyone's talking about him. Every, everyone's talking about him. He was, he was talking about Drake. Basically, Drake kind of got his style from him. He said that he was had the best comeback of 2018 ahead of Tiger. And he's just, he's being funny. You know, he's just being funny. But yet again... 
Tiger, I mean, I'm sorry. Soldier Boy makes a lot of sense, and everyone on the internet is backing him up. He was the first one in hip hop to start streaming his music. He was the first one in hip hop to start doing ringtones, and he basically had all the publishing. He made a lot of money off that that people don't realize. And he's very outspoken about it, but he's funny. Like he. But gets wait, wait. It. What did he say again? He said that he deserves what, like five percent or something of. He deserves five cents from all the oh, people out cents. there for just five, five cents or five percent, five percent, just because he's the one who basically influenced them into streaming their music uh, and whatnot. So, but I mean, he didn't crazy. invent I streaming mean, music, though. Like, listen, I, I get you can be a pioneer, but that doesn't mean that you deserve five percent of everyone that comes after you. True. Uh, no, totally. I mean, obviously, he just put that out there, but I think he wants people to know. Listen, he was the first hip hop artist really to really st start get to really start the conversation on YouTube, mm -hmm. on Twitter, and just kind of get everyone talking. Now, ten years later, people you notice that people were shitting on Soldier Boy ten years ago. All the veteran rappers, he was a young kid at 17, 18 years old. People from Ice T to Snoop Dogg were shitting on him, saying, "Dude, what are you doing? You're making hip hop look bad." Sure enough. Here's the 10-year-later challenge. Soldier Boy comes back out, and all of a sudden, everyone's doing what he's doing. He changed the game of hip-hop. I wouldn't say changed the game. He was a pioneer and the revolutionary of the business of hip-hop. So I spoke, I talked to him about it yesterday. The video is great. He's hysterical. Funniest part is he's going into a building. He's doing, like, I guess, some meetings, some press. He's about to go, and he goes, yo, hold on. And he's running already an hour late. He goes, hold on. I'm going to go smoke real quick with my boy. I'm like, looking around. He's like, yeah, you. I'm like, all right. So I went in the car and smoked with him real quick. <laughs> And then um, smoked, obviously, marijuana. And uh, he comes back. Oh, you so you just, said that like such a white boy. What the hell? I forgot. I know. Marijuana, cannabis. <laughs> uh, I forgot it's legal where you it's guys totally are It's totally legal here. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, you know, it's just funny. So it's but I guess so weird you're not here, so. We smoked a blunt that was so thick. It was like a tree branch. <laughs> and he lights it off a lighter that's a gun. It's a gun lighter. That's, that's you know, sick. and. Uh, it's pretty cool, but I was like, dude, make sure you hide the lighter, because I don't want anything, <laughs> you know, look at, I mean, come on, me and the driver just looking around, looking at each other, making eye contact, he's like, are you, yeah, we're both scared, um, but we wound up smoking, got super high, he walks into his interview so stoned, but he wound up crushing it, and then I wound up taking a three and a half hour nap. Yeah, but so, did, did uh, your, uh, did your chat with him crush his interview, or did, or vice versa? Uh, Which no, one did better? My my interview with him did very well. He probably got over a million some views. That's, that's what I'm talking alert. about. Yeah, man, baby, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he got over a million views, and he's just great. He talks about the whole five percent. We talk about him in the industry. He was just a super cool dude. He's promoting. He's on the marriage boot camp show with Waka Flocka on VH1. And you know what? He knows how to sell a show. He's the he's. And I told him like he's the he says he's the original Takashi Six Nine. Um, but with Takashi Six Nine, the rapper in jail, he's sort of going to take over the internet right now. Go back to what he's doing, be very outspoken, and make the the internet and social media interesting in the hip hop. The, the thing is, like, if you say that you're the original Takashi Six Nine, shouldn't you just be like, "I'm Soldier Boy, I'm the one who invented yeah. it, and Takashi was a a rip off of me." Well, in fairness, I was the one who just said he, he's. Oh, okay. I, basically, I'm just so cool. <laughs> I was like, why did he, he? Why did he give the props to someone else? I know, I know, but he did say it's like, Miss, I was doing that before Takashi and stuff like that, and it's. Listen, he's a pioneer. He's a pioneer. So, do you think I, we could get Soldier I mean, on the? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can we get Soldier on the on the Hollywood <laughs> pipeline? Do you think the fans are looking for him? I, dude, everyone's looking for him. If you can get him, we are here, Soldier. We are here for you. Come, come join us. <laughs>
Soldier, yeah, we want to be part of the. We want to be join your fellow soldiers here at the Hollywood Pipeline. The worst part is I had to call his team, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm Adam calling on behalf uh, on re regarding Soldier Boy." I felt so weird, like I was just cracking up. Like I can't believe I'm calling for a Soldier Boy. Like it just when he use these like fake names, it's just so ridiculous. You know, I gotta tell you, but let me. Just, but yeah, yeah, what you saying? I find myself like I think the one time that I found myself in like a situation where I was like, "Wow, this is crazy." Was at Coco and Ice T's wedding. Looking around being like, I can't believe that I'm here at Coco and Ice-T's wedding right now. Like Snoop Dogg's over there. Flava Flav is right there. Like it was the most insane moment of my life. You went to their wedding? Yeah, dude, I went to their wedding. Get the fuck out! Yeah. That's insane. So Ice T cool. Coco's wedding—that's so cool. Yeah, it was, and it was so. Which side did you sit on? Did you sit on the Ice T side <laughs> or Coco side in the well, wedding? You know? Coco side, because uh, I'm, I'm. Okay. Yeah, I've known her for a long time, but uh, just walking in, I—it was just such a. I, all I can say is like a surreal moment for me. It's like me and my wife, and we're like watching oh, everyone God, go it's so crazy. So cool, your wife got to be there with you. Yeah, on the dance floor, and and Coco had this like. Super. I'll, I'll send you a photo afterwards. But Coco had on the super low cut wedding dress, where it's like, you're like, I. How am I supposed to like look at your face right now when it was just like all cleavage nonstop? It was so funny, and they had uh, really cool ice sculptures there. It was at the uh, the W right here in Hollywood, and they oh, filmed so it for that, the show say, and everything. Really, yeah. that's yeah. so cool. So who else was there? Oh, you saw. You said Snoop. Who else did you see there? Who else did I see? God, I can't remember. That was a long Anybody time ago. from like uh, Law and Order SVU or is that the show he's on? I forget. Is, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, with Mariska Hargate and everything. Um, was she there by any chance? No, because it was in LA. So, gotcha. I, you know, I think if they would have done it in New York, they probably would have had a lot of his castmates there. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it was a lot of like West Coast people. Um, God, I can't even remember who else was there. Snoop, was I it? just remember. Was it, that was the coolest, just looking over and seeing Snoop, and he was just, like, smoking away in the corner. It was awesome. No way. So cool. Do people bother him at a wedding? Well, he was, like, dancing. He was he was having a great time, though. That's great. Because it, it was so all, cool. like, his friends, you know? Like, all these people, yeah. they've known each other for a gazillion years. Sure. That's so, so cool. So, yeah. I mean, that, that's – I've never been that, to – That was the one time that I looked around. I'm like, what is going on? What – what is my little white boy ass doing here right now? <laughs> did I t did I tell you did I tell you what happened with me and Shaq last week that I went to? Did we talk about said, this? Yeah, you guys like. Uh, well, he invited you into GMA, right? So I, I'm outside with the paparazzi, and Shaq goes in Good Morning America, and he's like, "Dude, come inside with me." So I go in with him. It's me, like his PR team, and. You know, it's him and his PR team that's selling. He's promoting this product, this sleep apnea, sleep snoring product. Uh, Does he actually need it? He does. I'm telling you, I've took a nap in the same room with him. We've got uh, <laughs> what? I'm sorry, don't just gloss over that. I you should really just, like, clarify that. Shoot, could I, the I headline should... of the podcast be like exclusive breaking news: Adam and Shaq have slept together. <laughs> yeah, I should really, uh, <laughs> really. One time, me and Shaq were together, and he was doing an interview. He was doing a, uh, he was going to be being interviewed with Alonzo Mourning together. And it was like an American Express event, and we got to the event like an hour and a half early, and Shaq was like, dude, are you kidding me? Why did I – he hates getting to – every time people make him go to these events so early, and he's like, guys, I'm always on time. Why do I have to get here so early? So we got to this event for an hour and a half early. We go into his green room, and there's couches. We turn the lights off. We both try to take a nap. Within like five minutes, he's out and snores so loud. It's like <laughs> – 
It's like King Kong mating call. It's so loud. You like, I couldn't sleep in the room. I just sat there and like, I don't want to play on my phone because it's dark and I want the phone light to mess them up. So I just sat in the quiet, just like, just sitting there th- getting bad thoughts in my head. It was just pretty bad. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm at Good Morning America with Shaq and his team and everyone like sees me walk in and people are like looking at me like it's some like a newer type team. I don't know all his people. And also the people are, like so and like the Good Morning America people are like, so who are you with? I'm like, I'm with Shaq. They're like, oh, so you're with the sleep apnea company. I'm like, no, I'm with you're Shaq. Like, no, like, motherfucker. Oh, no, I'm here with Shaq. No, he's my, you know, so it's funny because it's me, you know, part of like his, his, uh, his direct team, it's just me, him, and his uncle, but I'm not part of his direct team, I'm just a friend of him. So, like, the Good Morning America people are like, coming up to me, like, their social media team, like, hey, do you think you could ask Shaq, like, to do this for us? I'm like, wait, so now I'm working? All right, I'll ask Shaq for you guys, because they're, like, afraid to go to people. So, it's awesome, because I'm in the back, I'm in, like, the green room with Shaq, and it's a small green room, and it's just me, him, and his uncle, and his nep- uh, one of his cousins come by and says hi, who stopped by, and then Kevin Hart comes by and says hi, and, like, here I am with... Actually, two of the nicest celebrities that are two of the celebrities I'm probably the somewhat the closest with, and I'm in the same green room with, green room with them at Good Morning America. So it's just like a very cool, surreal mo- moment for me to be there. Because did you did, obviously Kevin? Did you drop off your resume at GMA while you're there? Oh my god! I, I was looking for I wasn't even looking for a resume. I was looking for an internship at this point. <laughs> I was like. I was trying to get a mug. I was trying to get anything I could. I was like, hey, you guys, any extra T-shirts you're throwing into the crowd? I mean, I'm the only one. You know, it's it's so funny, dude, because, like, you know, when you're a shack, they have, like, a fruit plate, and they're, like, bananas and muffins, and everyone tries to be, like, too cool. Like, I'm not going to take, like, a muffin and you're or a banana. you're there shoving your bag full of food? I'm the only guy, dude. I'm taking bananas to go. I'm literally taking blue. I'm the one going nuts. I'm like, oh, man, free meal. That's the... Oh my god. Shaq, so, you're not going to eat that, right? Can I have your muffin? Shaq, you, you don't want that muffin, right? And I'm literally just putting a banana in my pocket for later. And I'm like, especially like as we're leaving, I'm like, okay, now take an apple. You know, no one's eating those grapes. All right, good. I'm taking all to go. That's what like me and my family are like when we go um, on vacation and you have like the continental breakfast. We're like making sandwiches for later that day. <laughs> Let me ask you, when, Dax, have you ever been on vacation and ran into a celebrity Ooh, uh... with the family? I don't think so. I mean, I've, I've ran into, I think I've ran into celebs in New York, but it wasn't like a family vacation. It was like I was out in New York doing other stuff, and I ran into uh-huh. like Lala and um, Carmelo. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that a restaurant? Yeah, or? a restaurant down there. Did you did you by any chance say hi to them? I or? said hi to Lala. Yeah, because I yeah actually she's you know she was friends with Nina, who we had on last week. Nina Parker. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're they're really good friends, and so. We had started talking, and Carmelo like walked right past and out the door. Really? Yeah. Car- Carmelo is like, I'll tell you what, Lala is a really cool person. I really like Lala, and I like Carmelo. I like Dwayne Wade. Like they're surprisingly, like some of the newer basketball players are very nice. Like Steph Curry is really nice. Um, he's nice to fans. Carmelo is like a good guy. He's just very mellow. Like you know, I feel I saw him walking down the street the other day eating a, like pizza just eating pizza i was like and he's still trying to get back on nba team but he he was eating just a slice of pizza walking down the street wearing a white hoodie just like he's obviously just easy normal. to spot he's six, yeah. just normal you know six foot eight guy just walking down the street but i always found the weird that lala travels sometimes a lot with a bodyguard and i'm like lala who why do you need a bodyguard like who yeah, I wouldn't think she, well you, you know, know have you her ring was huge oh so it might be an insurance thing huh yeah. 
See, oh. I always wonder, like, Floyd Mayweather has so much security that it could be an insurance thing. Like, hey, if you have this jewelry, you need it for insurance reasons. Well, no, you no, have no. To I, have- think, I think with him, he, if someone picks a fight, I don't think he can actually fight back. Because, uh, because he's a, he's he's a, a trained weapon. fighter. Yeah. Exactly. His That's hand, why I talked to UFC fighters about that. basically the equivalent of pulling out a gun and, like, shooting someone. <laughs> so I think for him, tra- he has to let other people take care of him. Dude, I think so, sir. No, yeah. no, you could be right because I've heard that with MMA fighters. Like, if they were to get into a fight, they get into more trouble because they're trained exactly. fighters. And, and know, on top like, of it, like, the dude is walking around with you know eighteen million dollars worth of jewelry on him at any given time. So there, there's that as well. I've never seen someone like when he's in New York. He has four SUVs. It's like usually four SUVs. He's in the front and three bodyguard things in the back. But his body, I mean, I mean, it depends on Floyd Mayweather's mood that day. But it's so interesting. It's fascinating to see like Floyd Mayweather when he walks around with his bodyguards. He's so easy to spot because his cars say like. He's got these SUVs money that say the money, the money team, team yeah. on it. Yeah. Like they're just—it's like a parade. Like it's so unnecessary. But when how, you how have many, that much how money, how many bodyguards does Conor McGregor walk around with? That's a good question. When I first started, nobody. Now, uh, hmm, one, two, two to maybe three, two to three. But it's weird. Like it sounds so crazy, Dex. But I've been doing this for so long. Like I kind of know the bodyguards. So, like, they kind of know me, and they, like, I always tell them, like, I'll talk to them. Some of them follow me on social media. We talk to each other. We support each other. Because, again, they're doing a job. I'm doing a job. They they respect my job. I respect their job. Some days they'll come up to me, and they'll say, hey, listen, the guy's not into it today. Or, they'll like, I'll work out short deals with them. Like, hey, when can I, like, we kind of just help each other out. Like, we're, we're friends of each other. We're fans of each other. Like, you know, it's just that kind of thing. So, it's, I always told bodyguards with, so a lot of celebrities, I say, listen, I'm not hiding. You know why I'm here. I have a camera in my hand. I hope to get your celebrity to answer a few questions. Now, that fan on the other side, I don't know why they're here. You you know, like, you might want to talk to them. Don't worry about me. Worry about the fans. Like, I can't be so close to the celebrity because if I'm so close, I can't get them in my shot. So, it's... It's just this weird kind of understanding with a lot of these bodyguards. Like, I'm cool. Floyd's bodyguards I'm very close with. Conor's bodyguards are great. Like, there's just, you know, it's a lot of these bodyguards. Like, do you remember Pasquale, Pascal, who used yeah, to be yeah, with yeah. Kim Kardashian? He was the one with Kim when she got in, robbed. In France, um, yeah. When she got screwed out of that situation. I mean, I, I really don't think it was his fault. It was He was no, dealing with some bullshit. No, but he was clearly the scapegoat for that, right? Like, look, we can be honest. They had, to, they had to fire someone, and they chose to fire him, which... I don't think was fair because wasn't the whole case that she was going to bed and he went out with Kendall that night to watch after her or one of the sisters or something like that. And so he left because someone else was going out in public. He wasn't going to sit and like wait for Kim to go to sleep at night. You would think that when you're in a hotel room, you're at your safest place ever. You know, like you're in a hotel room, yeah. the hotel security or and somehow that all that shit went down and he was he's the one who looked bad I think for that situation. Unfortunately, it wasn't his fault, but fortunately it didn't really set back his career. I mean, I'm sure that Kardashian check was big, but he still works with Fergie. He works with Katy Perry sometimes. Yeah, I like mean, he's, he's got the credentials. Like just because Kim and Kanye don't want him anymore, I think that if you've worked for Kim and Kanye, who clearly are two of the 
biggest targets in the world, and I don't mean like a, a bad target, but just like fan target, you know, it, walking through any airport, they're going to be all, all attentions on them. If you can handle that, you can handle anyone else. For sure. Speaking of the Kardashians, the Kardashians, the girls, mm-hmm. were on Andy Cohen this oh, past I week. Yeah. I thought, I want to tell you, my, I'm curious about your opinion because I thought it made you like them. They're so likable. They're so honest. They're so real. They're such sisters. I thought they did a great appearance. You know, like they're just cool. Like they're very open, and you know they they've had some interesting stories and and angles with their whole life. And they're they're for all the for a reality show. They're very open about their life, and I have to respect it because they they came off as good people. What are your thoughts? Dude, I've always kind of liked them, though. Like I I guess I've always had the opposite opinion of a lot of people. I'm I'm always kind of praising them. I say that they're very s- smart business savvy women that I almost don't know how they've like kept up this success and this interest in their lives for so long because that's not easy to do. And so I've always been like pro Kardashians. Yeah, they make they'll do some kind of crazy stuff that I don't always go approve of, but for the most part they're really good at their jobs. Chloe, I think, is one of the funniest people out there. She's so, so real, fun, so cool, so yeah. honest. Um, and I, it was fun to watch them. And I think what I liked was I was just sitting there listening to Andy's questions. And I'm like, God, this guy is so smart. Like, he's the only one that can get away with asking him some of these he's things. He's the only one who could get away with those questions. It's now, like listen, him I and Stern are the only two that could like say, Hey, what's what's the deal with Black China? You, you, you guys hate her, and they're like, Yeah. Okay, you know, like, and they take oh. it as like a joke. It's so, yeah. They listen. They handled it very well. Andy did a great job, and they did a great job. You know, because listen, there's a little bit of beef, and even I think it was something with like Amber Rose and Chloe was like, no, we kind of had a Twitter beef for a little bit, but it's just over. It's just like, you know, it's history, but it's it's just in the past. And you gotta, they're so honest. Like they're, or how about the know, fa- and, or how about the fact that he, you know, he's talking about how they take all this negative attention and they're like, look, we have been dealing with negative stories, negative attention for so long that it doesn't even bother us anymore. You got to think about that. They are between them and like Paris Hilton, who gets talked more crap on? That's a good question. That's a good, I mean, the Kardashians really at this point, I mean, it's been for so long. It's they, you're right. They handle it with grace, you know, and it doesn't look, seem to affect their flow. It doesn't affect their business. They if just anything, kind of, it helps their brand because the more people that talk crap on them, the bigger they get. The more eyeballs on them, the more controversy, the more things that they get to respond to. I, I think I'm more impressed with the way they navigate through stuff. So, like, for most people – a crappy story comes out about you and you're like, God oh, damn, like this sucks. Like this is ruining my reputation. This is ruining my album sales. And they turn it into a plot line on their television show that she tweets out something. And then that comes up later in the show. And then they tease the show and then everyone watches the show and then everyone reports after the show. And so their, their one little beef that they had turns into a year long storyline because just of, between filming it and actually airing it, it's like they've kept it alive and people are interested for a full year on something so dumb. Yeah. It's not easy, though, to do that. I mean, you have to develop some thick skin, you know, and and that's where, you know, it's easier said than done. For I would say they get a lot of negative attention, and fortunately they're, they're able to make it into a positive thing. But they handle it with such grace, and to develop that thick skin and be like, you know what, 
that's fine. I'm not. I'm not yeah, angry. I'm not mad say, about it. Who who's a bigger like the biggest celebrity in the world? Who has only positive reviews from people? There's no one out there that's just only positive stuff. And if they are only positive, they're not that interesting. Like you, you want someone that has fifty percent of the people hating them and fifty percent of the people loving them because that's what makes them interesting. I hate, you know, it bothers me. Like I did an interview one time, and the guy was like, "So, how bad do the Kardashians suck? Why are they famous? Why are they famous? I'm sick of the why are they famous? Forget about it. They're famous. That's what it is. Why are they famous? They're on TV. That's why they're famous. And I'll say this about the Kardashians." They are so good to fans. I mean, I've seen Kim with the paparazzi. She always kind of gives up the shot. She's very good. You know, I've seen people yell at her on the street. She just kind of keeps it going. But when it comes to fans going up to her and saying, hey, Kim, I would love to get a photo with you, she always stops and takes selfies with fans. And I respect that so much because it really does make someone's day. Are you saying that Taylor Swift doesn't do that? Taylor Swift does not, unless you're Cassie <laughs> David or Selena Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so Taylor Swift forget about it I just you know it's so funny I was just at this gym uh, by this gym called Dog Pound which is a famous celebrity gym in New York City Ashley Graham works out there Ryan oh, Seacrest works there? out there I saw uh, Ryan Seacrest boxing there yeah Ryan Seacrest works out there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently when Taylor Swift came by like the gym there they're like they closed the whole gym like nobody could work out there she's I, I will go public saying Taylor Swift is it's a total phony and I loved when the Kardashians out outed her. Remember on the show? Yeah. That was so great. Wait, that I was didn't get the to best. What, what was you just saying she's a total phony? Is that what she said? No, I didn't say that. What are you telling that, Dax? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, uh, <laughs> I would never I would That's my never. future. No, I get it. How funny. Now, I <laughs> I always find this interesting. Yeah, like, yeah. You, it really is just that backside of Hollywood that, you know, you see a celebrity for what they put out in the media or they their image out there, and they can be so damn different from that. Oh, man, it's so it, – Taylor Swift is the one that cracks me up the most because people think she's some sweet little girl. And you know what? Be sweet to the fans on the street when the Kardashians, Courtney, Chloe, Kim, they're – even Kendall, Kylie – they're good to people on the street, and I and that's the one thing you know I always why? say about the Kardashians. How are the Kardashians? The that's the difference. Like Taylor Swift has like never been a- the person on the street because she became famous at such a young age that she has always been a celebrity. Where Kim and Chloe and Courtney, like, okay, so I guess Kylie and and Kendall, they they were pretty young when they became super famous. But like Kim watched Paris from the sideline so she knew what it was like to not be the famous person and probably to have people come up to her and talk to her she goes you know i was you before so i can appreciate it and i want to take pictures with fans well i mean paris has she you know paris has been doing the rounds a little bit you know she's on a netflix documentary she just broke up with her fiance by the way that documentary on netflix was super interesting i really liked it I liked it. I love McCrill's a good friend of mine. I it, it was an I enjoyed the documentary. It was really interesting. Um, did you ever feel sad for them though at all during Are that documentary? Me? I, American I, Meme, I think it's called. I, I watched Krill. Everything he said, I was like, oh god, poor guy. Like his life seems miserable. Like he's parting his face off, and like all these people love him, but like he seems so lonely and so unhappy. And I'm like, just stop. Don't you don't have to do this anymore. Just give it all up. This has been an interesting podcast, by the way. 
By the way, yeah, we we were gonna do it's it's it, today was it's January sixteenth, and we were already considering doing our best of the year podcast. So, uh, so well, to the listeners, let's listening. just say we had um, oh. we had like four or five celebs be like, yes, we would love to do it, but we can't do this week. <laughs> But I'll tell you what, though, man. I'm excited for what we have in the future because we got some really cool people lined up. I mean, I, I think if you, you know, make sure you pass the word about this podcast and subscribe to it if you haven't because some of these guests here, you know, we've already made news with Jillian Barbary and Johnny Bananas who are great guests. Um, but I think, we, you know, 2019 is going to be our de- – it's going to be our year, Dad. It's going to be our feel fucking it? year, dude. Yeah. When we start yeah. off strong with zero guests. No, I'm just kidding. We had Nina last Zero week. guess. <laughs> we had Nina, who was great. But no, I, we got some really good leads for people coming up. Um, and I'm just excited to, I don't know. I feel like, uh, who, would you be, who would be your dream guest if we could get? Who would you love to get? That When, when I mean dream guest, a guest that's actually gettable. Like, not no, well, that's, Michelle that, Obama, that doesn't count we're not gonna get as Michelle a dream Obama. guest. If you want to, like, no, a dream guest. No, because we're never going to get her. Yeah, yeah. Like, Oprah would be freaking awesome. Pink would be awesome. Ryan Seacrest would be awesome. Whether we're you gonna... think Pink would be awesome, dude? Pink's my number one, man. No way, Pink. Yeah. How yes. Did that happen, dude. I why? love Pink. Why? Why Pink? I love her. I've why always Pink? That's loved. That's so random. I've always loved her. She is so badass. She is just one of those people that, like, when there was a point, like, when she couldn't even tour. Her like her record label didn't think that she could like sell out stadiums and all this kind of stuff. And I feel like I've always just supported her from, like, day one. And I got to tell you, I used to bring her up all the time when I was at TMZ. I'd be like, oh, we got we to gotta do stories on Pink. We got to do stories. And no one there wanted to cover her. And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you guys? Like, this is the coolest chick out there. And then she did that one Grammy performance, I think it was. It was either Grammys or MTV. No, MTV. When she was, like, on the back lot of the studio singing So What. And the next day, Harvey comes in and he goes, I get it. I get it. I get why you like her so much. She's really cool. And then the Grammy performance when she was singing Glitter in the air and uh, and that one, Harvey came in and is like, that was the best performance I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, see, I've been trying to convince you for years and years and years how cool this girl is and no one believes me. And then one of my buddies who's a, a big exec over at Sony, he got us tickets a couple months back to go to the Pink concert, and he was like, you know, I basically had to drag him there. I was like, no, 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 I want you to experience this. Like, you don't understand. Pink in concert is unbelievable. He's like, yeah, okay, Dex, whatever, you know. So we go, we left the concert, and he's like, that was the best concert I've ever been to. That was unbelievable. She is all over the place doing all her acrobatics while singing live. I mean, the girl is crazy talented. I love her. Was that just an ad for Pink? Did we, did we get sponsorship <laughs> for that ad right there for Pink? That was crazy. I was letting you go. I didn't know Dex, you were the treasure uh, of her fan club. Dude, Holy I, shit. I, I love her that so much. That is crazy. Anyone that like follows me on social media, they know that my love for Pink goes deep. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm like I'm like that for Craig David, but no one really talks about Craig David for me, the old UK singer. What? I'm like Craig David's the best singer ever. They're like, yeah, whatever, man. I'm like, no, you don't say Craig David in concerts, amazing. You got to see him live. His voice, it's like so. And people are like, yeah, and they, I've been trying to talk like that for Craig David, and no one's caught on. So somehow your campaign for Pink's doing a lot better than my Craig David campaign. Oh, so great. Oh man. Oh, oh so miserable. I, I, you know what's so funny? Maybe we, there's no way we get Pink to do the podcast. I mean, Dude, hey, you know hey, don't send put that out clip, there into the send world. Send her that little part. 
You know, Listen, you're right. That we're part, getting, maybe we we're could getting get some it. crazy downloads. So uh, I think I think at some point we might be able to go to her. I mean, we'll have to get a couple Dude. more downloads, but people are coming in strong to this thing. No, we're doing actually the numbers doing really well. I'm yeah. I'm really happy with the numbers. Three hundred. I, mean, no, I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's so cool. That's so funny. Um, oh, hey, I was going to talk about you, Jesus now. What okay, okay. no, you say? What? No, no, no. Did you see the photos I posted of the bad boys? Uh, uh, Will Will and uh, Martin Lawrence filming. Are, are you you posted the photos of bad boy? <laughs> are bad, you going to get shit for that? Are you nuts? Are you ready for this? Are you, you saw what happened when you posted the photos from the Joker. Are you ready Dude, for the bad don't boys even care. people? Don't people, even care. people are so excited. This one, no one, like everyone was just excited about him. I posted him up and it's them. They're in Atlanta filming the, the number, the, I guess the third movie. And the first one came out in 95, yeah. then 2003. And now they're doing another one that should come out in 2020. And, Seeing Will back on set with Martin Lawrence, it's like people are freaking the fuck out, dude. They're so excited. Really? Yeah, cause, and not only that, was it that, they look the same. I mean, they're like a little older, but like they look the freaking same after all these years. Do you really care, though? I mean, I know people do, but are you excited for this movie? I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun. The first two, the first two were hilarious. People, you know, it's just their on-screen chemistry is so good, and that's why people want them back. That's what the first one. I think it did like 68 million bucks. Okay, and that was just for the first one. The second one did 138 million. So I got to imagine this one will do more if they can recreate it again. It's going to be interesting. You I know? can tell and you don't care we have at a long all. time it comes out. <laughs> I, you know what? I thought I you'd really be a little don't. more excited I and you're don't. like, yeah, don't care. You know, if it can't, it's just too long. When you take off so long, something just gets corny after a while. It just becomes, it feels like you just want the money. But it's Will Smith. It's not, know, at some point. You know, it's not other people. This is Will Smith, dude. But He's you know different. what? Do you, everyone's like, oh my God, Will Smith's the best person to follow on Instagram. Let's be real. Let's be totally honest. He's on Instagram. He's not the best person to follow on Instagram. All he right, just who, has who's a lot the of best person follow. on Instagram then, in your opinion? Uh, best person on Instagram? I'm going to be a little <laughs> bit jaded. Yeah. Don't say uh, gambles here, you know. I'm going I'm to give you my top. I'm going to say the funniest, mm-hmm. David Spade. Okay. His Instagram stories are hysterical. He does like drive-by personal trainer, like he does a bachelor recap. It's TV. I think he's one of the funniest pers- people on Instagram. Um, the one person I find a little bit strange is Kate Beckinsale because she posts this stuff and I, I don't know if she's trying to be funny or what it is. <laughs> Lewis but is, Lewis is it, in the I, booth over here like shaking his head being like absolutely weirdest person. So I have, I don't even follow her. I don't know what she does, but Lewis is completely agreeing it, with it's, you. It's so awkward and she's so hot and it's like stop trying to be like hip or funny or because it just comes off so weird and I honestly feel like between her dating young guys which she's been rumored to be you know allegedly rumored that she was you know hooked up with Pete Davidson which I don't think or I don't know happened but that was a rumor she also was dating a young comedian for a while at some point I feel like that all I feel like Hollywood doesn't like a celebrity that kind of puts themselves in the news or puts themselves kind of weirdly on social media. Yeah, so, so I was thinking about this this morning, and I don't know why I thought about this, but I was thinking, remember, oh, it was an Iggy Azalea song came on, and I thought, God, where is this girl gone? She was the hottest thing out there for like 10 minutes. Everyone wanted Iggy. Her songs were going crazy, 
And then it just like died off. And I think it really comes down to her personality. And people were so turned off by her personality that it's like her – it didn't matter how good of songs she had. People didn't want her around anymore. And I feel like the only difference between her and Cardi B is that Cardi B is the most likable person out there. And so – you, you've got good music, and then you've got a personality that people, like, fall in love with. And so it almost, it just keeps enhancing the brand. But when you've got an Iggy who bitches about every news story and it just seems rude and arrogant, you're like, ah, I don't think I like you anymore as a person, so I'm not going to listen to your music. I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you on that. And as another person who... I feel like in the past few years has kind of changed, you know, changed his ways is uh, Ryan Reynolds. I think Ryan Reynolds came off as a very, you know, I saw him on the streets and I thought saw through interviews where people wanted him to be Van Wilder, and he stopped being Van Wilder. He's like the serious guy, took himself too seriously, and I don't think he was getting the parts he wanted. I just think he kind of fell off, and then. He did Deadpool, and he's shown his personality. Now he's like some witty guy on Instagram. He's, he's, he's back to being hilari- Van Wilder. Him on Twitter. He's hilarious on Twitter. Chrissy Teigen's pretty funny on Twitter as well. Um, what, what is that girl that like makes fun of all the celebs and their photos and videos? She's a comedian. Oh, God, she's she's been doing really well lately. Celeste Barber. Blonde girl? Celeste Barber. Celeste Barber, okay. Oh, my God. If you don't follow her on Instagram, you should. Not only is she hilarious, but like now a lot of celebs follow her because she's so funny that you see them all commenting. She's a good follow. It, I actually stopped following Bella Thorne because it was getting like too dirty. It was getting too gross. Like she was eating onions, like raw onions. I was like, ugh, this is gross. Like it was just, she's got some bad skin. She'd always show it off. I was like, this is not fun. It was like too, yeah, it was like too weird. Like it was just, it was just wasn't good. It was just not. Attractive. Uh, and the other I wanted to like her. The other good follow I'd say is the egg. Great follow. Just a single oh, come fucking on. photo of an egg. <sighs> are, you, are we over this thing <laughs> can I, now? Can I say how petty are we as Americans or as a world that we wanted to dethrone uh, Kylie Jenner so bad we were willing to like a photo of an egg? Like that's. I, that's, I, that's I wish Kylie Jenner saw the record. Legit. That's how bad it was pettiness right there that's how much people hate the kardashians and the jenners whatever <laughs> that they're they want to make an egg more famous than them that's how much they hate them but the, the other part that i thought was funny was not only are people liking the egg so it, it got like what 50 million likes or whatever it just like creamed her her record but on top of it people are following the account i'm like what do you think is going to happen on this account why is there seven million followers of the a stupid egg account like, do you know how hard I have to work to get new followers? And this stupid egg has seven million followers now. It's ridiculous. You know what got me mad? TMZ had a video of the guy who apparently started the whole egg thing. Yeah, it's yeah, a guy, Supreme Patty, and he has like a big. And they picture tried of talking it. to him on the street about. It. Yeah, yeah. So they tried like talking to him about it, and he seemed like such like he wasn't into it. I was like, dude, come on, like just embrace it. Be like, that's a perfect example to handle a paparazzi. The guy was like, dude, man, you got the egg. I'm trying to like talk to engage with them about. What they did, and the guy was maybe didn't want to talk to TMZ, or maybe didn't want to talk to the popper. I don't know what the story is, but I was kind of shocked that the guy didn't want it, more attention regarding. But so what? The whole where do you go from phenomenon. here? Like, do you just leave the account as one singular photo, or do you start putting up scrambled egg photos and sunny side over photo? Like, what do you do? Like, you how do you, you do? Why? Why would people this follow what, this account? I don't I, understand. 
if I was a brand, let's say how many followers does the egg have right like now? Like seven million or something. Oh, it's only seven million. Only what do you mean? Only it, seven million. That's 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 huge numbers say, for a brand. It is, but I would say, you know what, get some brand to take over the, the account, change the name, and all of a sudden, let's say it's some new startup, all of a sudden, boom, you already have 7 million followers on Instagram. I think, like, start, California know? Eggs should buy it. Just some egg company out there that's like... Yeah. Or, like, Costco. Costco has good eggs. Just Costco egg brand. Yeah. Do Kirkland it. Eggs Just do it. Over Just the, the handle. What the fuck are we talking about right now? Like, this is so ridiculous. If someone just tuned in now, be like, oh my God, is this a podcast about Costco? That's so great. <laughs> we probably, probably even get more subscribers. What are you talking about? Let's get back on this. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know what? There's a podcast on every fucking subject. That's probably the one. I, there probably is a podcast about Costco. I'm sure there you is, know? dude. I am positive. I love Costco. Do you go to Costco? Imagine uh, we sorry, did another I'm not, I don't even want to. Do we're so far off track right now. <laughs> Hollow Pipeline Costco? Yeah, right? We're not talking about Costco unless they're a sponsor, so let's be real. That's How much time do we have? Let's give me a free membership. All right. He, he's saying we can wrap up, so I guess let's 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 end it before we get into Costco. We can do that on our off time. We don't need to share this with a bunch of people. Well, listen, Dex, it's always a pleasure talking to me, and... Um, <laughs> You are. You I, I wish the only thing is I wish people could see since you know, since Adam's on the East Coast, I'm on the West Coast, we have to do this over Skype so we can see each other, so we feel like we're talking to each other. But he literally looks like he's in a helicopter. I know we joked about it the other day, but he's got this headset on and then he has like the camera. This is actually like the crotch POV angle. I'm like looking up from his lap at his yeah. face. And so I see like out the windows and just the top. So I feel like I'm in a helicopter with you. Yeah. Let, let me lay out what's going on. I was trying to make it home to do the podcast. However, I got stuck on a bridge in like non-moving traffic. Like I haven't moved. I've been in, I've been on a bridge this entire podcast and I haven't moved. <laughs> There's an Uber car in front of me, and the guy in the Uber keeps getting out of the car because he has to pee and doesn't know what to do. While we're doing the podcast, he took his bag and walked off the bridge oh. to go pee. Oh, shit. Seriously. He was done. He was yeah. like, I got yeah, 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 yeah. to get out of here. I don't know. He walked off the bridge. He didn't, like, jump off the bridge. He like, walked. He went. He just <laughs> walked like, I gotta pee. on a major Boom. highway. I'm off this bridge. I got to pee, took his suitcase, and just is walking the opposite way on a bridge on a highway. Oh, just like, fuck this. That's so funny. But listen, it's... It's, I appreciate everyone listening. Dax, thank you. We got some really cool guests coming up into the new year. Yeah, I wish we could Stay say names, tuned, but I, I hate to say it and then... Uh, and jinx and it. it. Well, yeah, I don't... Listen, good people, though. Like, I'm really excited about these people. Like, everyone was like, yep, totally in, just can't do it this week. So we, we're going to have some fun uh, yeah, people yeah, coming like up. Pink. Yeah, like Pink, yeah. Definitely keep tuning yeah. in for Pink, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway... You can follow Adam on uh, all of his social media at Adam Glenn. You can follow me at Dax Holt. But uh, definitely keep an eye on the Hollywood Pipeline. Our Instagram page has been blowing up. We've been posting so many fun photos of set stuff. Like I said, the Bad Boys set. Um, and, and it slebs on vacation. I feel like it's been a huge time of year for people in bathing suits and tropical locations. So we've always got that stuff first. Um, and then obviously check out our website. We have been doing a lot of work on it, trying to – Keep it fresh. Keep it new. So uh, HollywoodPipeline.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week, yeah? See you next week. Unless Adam's still on the bridge. (laughs) 
<laughs> Probably. I have a move, dude. Look at me. I'm going to show you. This is what I got going on right now. That's me. Just dead stuff. Just and what I love is the other side just, just flying. Sucks to be you. Yeah, yeah, right? Just sitting there watching traffic. <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys. Have a good one. We'll talk to you next week. Later.